Das ist Marshall Jojo. Ja, Topman. Prepare to leave the house. Today you boys will be involved in such activities as war games, ah! ambush techniques, and blowing stuff up. I don't think I can do this. Was? Of course you can. Ben, good for you, Jojo. It's the Boyle and Ross Podcast, episode 109. I'm Nick Rojas. He's Nick Boyle. Apologies to Dave Allen and Dual Redundancy right here at the top of the show. On the last wow. episode, we said I got on his case about Mandalorian not knowing that, A, I hadn't listened to the episode at all and was nope. basing everything off Boyle, and B, Dave had not seen anything past halfway through the first episode. So I stand he, my case. So he did not say <laughs> he did not say whether Mandalorian was a good or bad no, show. He had not watched it. So yeah. Also, I want to give a quick... Shout out to Zach Hortella. Zach, thanks for being a listener of the show. All right, Boyle, what did we just see? We just watched Jojo Rabbit. Jojo Ra- Rabbit, yes. Jojo Rabbit. Jojo Rabbit. It came out last year. No, we can say that last year. Uh, it came out like months ago, probably. I think like 2019. September. It's playing, currently playing at the Avon Theater if you live in Rhode Island or nearabouts. And uh, well we it. saw it in a much smaller theater. Wink, 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 wink. Anyway. Uh, Jojo Rabbit, directed by Taika Waititi, starring Roman Griffin Davis, and uh, Scarlett Johansson, who is nominated for Best Supporting Actress. Uh, this is a movie about a little boy growing up in World War II time, Germany, who joins Hitler Youth. And uh, not really a spoiler, but unfortunately he is no longer in Hitler Youth, but is trying to be a good little Nazi and has an imaginary friend who is Adolf Hitler who is played by the director, Taika Waititi, and he discovers something in his house that changes his life forever. That's my synopsis. Synopsis on IMDb actually goes into more depth than that. Really? Yeah. But in one sentence. I don't really want... Oh, really? I didn't want to... I want to give away too much. Well, you know what's interesting is because I didn't know much going into this movie... And I, I think I, I appreciated it more because of that. I try to avoid so many trailers. Like, when I first heard about it a year ago, it was like, Taika Waititi's developing a movie about a kid and his imaginary friend Hitler. And people were like, oh, that sounds really interesting because it's Taika Waititi. But only he would be able to get away with it. And I was, like, so excited to see it. And, uh, man, like, the wait, well worth it, Boyle. This is up for six Oscar awards. Well-deserved. Yeah. Um, you got Scarlett Johansson's nominated for Best Supporting Actress. Best costume design, design, and four other awards that I didn't read right before. And Boyle, while you say what you're gonna say, I'm gonna look them up. I know one was adapted screenplay, um, because it is based on a book. it is based on a book. I believe Rockwell got supporting actor. I could be wrong. Sam Rockwell. Um, but yeah, so let's get into pros and cons as we always do. He um, is not nominated. for He didn't get nominated no, for it. That category is stacked. He got a Golden Globe for it, so that's ah. Uh, so um. Or nominated for Golden Globe for it, so I didn't know if he got nominated for both. But pros and cons. Let's get into um, if there are any cons. I feel like I'd rather focus on the pros after. Cons in the movie. Um, I don't know if I have any, so I feel like I like to. I like <laughs> I to let, like, I know. start with cons. Can't think of one. No, no, no. Nominated I, I really for can't. editing. Okay. Best picture, so best picture, supporting actress, editing, costume design. That's four. Production design, good sets in this movie. I actually really like the production design. Yeah, you kept talking about that. Yeah, I was like, ooh, that's nice. Like, ooh, like all the shots look nice. The shots did. The house felt lived in. Yes, I like the house. I like the different sets they had too. Um, 
Yeah, I really like those aspects of it. I I, I personally don't have any cons that stood screenplay. out. Sometimes cons to me will really stand out in my face. Um, but I've got nothing there, so I'd rather cons? just pass it on to you because you're pretty good about finding a con in a movie. Um, man, I, it's really hard to... At this point, we're just nitpicking because this is... Like, I think at the end of the day, when we're talking about movies that are really, really good and we're just picking things out, it's we're talking about like uh like a piece of dust on like a ferrari basically yeah like it like it's this movie like this, this movie's great like spoiler alert we're gonna recommend it to you all yeah um so whatever i'm about to say right now is really minor Minuscule. um man i guess like the only cons i can really and we just saw this movie two minutes ago like, yeah like the movie just ended um i don't know like maybe some minor things of like I like that you're really struggling to grasp. I really con. can't think of anything bad to say about this movie. I know you could you could do the always like ah maybe one scene could have been taken out, but really, I disagree. Like, I don't mind at all. I didn't. Um, I think everyone is. I think for the most part, everyone is perfectly cast in this movie. I think this movie is well written and snappy. I think the way they edited it was very well done. In each scene, leads seamlessly to the next one. It's stuff happens in it that you don't see coming. It movie takes a lot of left turns. It's imaginative. And now I'm talking about the pros. It's imaginative. It's unique. This is a like it, it is based on a book. So I guess it's not an original story, but it feels fresh. I the best thing I can say about it is I don't really remember the last time I saw a movie like this before. Boyle. So Michaela had a good con, and I would actually agree with her on this one. Probably the only one that really did stand out to me. Was that Yorkie was a bad actor? Yeah, okay. Um, no. Rebel Wilson, man. Like, I don't know what it is about Rebel Wilson, you know, but it's just like, she just rubs me the wrong way sometimes. And in this movie, yeah. she was trying to stand out for something she did not need to. I felt her comedy was pushed. Was it still you giggled here and there? Sure, but like. She has been forced that was, in her last like 17 years. I know. It's like, Stop. And be something else. Yeah. Stop being Rebel Wilson. Like that's yeah. the thing too. It's is just like, Rebel Wilson as a German yes. soldier. So just um, yeah, I would agree that was yeah. probably, that was probably a con. And again, that's yeah, that's because a, then that's, her character that, took away from like what was happening in that scene. And thankfully, she's not in it too too much. And yeah. it, like the jokes are like, oh, that's funny. Yeah. Like okay, okay, all right, <laughs> thanks, Rebel. Uh, I guess another con maybe would be, you know, they could have maybe fully fleshed out or have some closure maybe to the uh romantic relationship between Sam Rockwell and another character maybe but maybe that would take maybe that would take away from the overall whole movie and maybe you get just enough of his romantic relationship that it's it's hinted at enough that you're like all right I get the full picture you yeah I mean? they didn't need to go into it yeah so they, then otherwise we probably would have been saying as a con like ah, it was unneeded you yeah, know like, like so it maybe. was an unnecessary <laughs> subplot yeah yeah I feel that. So, yeah. So, uh, no, for cons, I think that was probably the only one that did stand out to me, too, that I'm glad that she pointed that out. But into the pros. Yeah. We, so, we talked about the shots. Yeah. I mean, all the stuff that this was nominated for is extremely fair. Like, Oh, the, yeah. The um, production design, um, like all the sets that we were just talking about, mm -hmm. like his room, the uh, Hitler Youth like headquarters, yeah. like the camp, the, you know, his sister's room. Um, for such just, a dark story, that doesn't seem dark throughout it. 
I would say they do a great job of capturing a lot of comedy yes. and it, humorous it, moments throughout and still catch, kept you into a plot that didn't seem like a giant plot, though, if you think about it. Right. You didn't yes. really get the plot of the movie until about 45 minutes in. Maybe a half hour. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. Think about it, because they focus on the camp and stuff, so I thought we were no, going... No, that was like, that was like see, 15 minutes. Uh, but... Mm, Okay, yeah. but still, like I thought this movie was going in the in the because of not knowing anything. Yes, which I is thought good. this was going in the direction of him becoming a soldier or something. I only and saw then it half of like one trailer, or maybe like, one. Oh. Full, yes, and it's a lot of the camp stuff, which is good because like I, I had no idea. That. So, I had no idea. I was like, wait a minute, how's Scarlett Johansson going to factor into all this? But I will. So you were talking about the awards and pros, and you think they're all awarding. Well, if we, I will argue. Yeah, I don't know if I agree with. Um, Scarlet getting an award for this one. Yeah, that seems like a stretch, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah a, a pretty stretch. Like, don't get me wrong. I thought she was wonderful. She always is a very good mom, I think, figure. I, I But she didn't really have anything that was over the top. Like, if she, if she gets, because of her nomination, now that we know that, um, if I didn't know that going into this, I never would have been like, she deserves a nom for this. You know what I mean? Whereas in Marriage Story, I felt that. I was like, oh my God, she deserves that. Right. But for this, I didn't feel like she had any monologue or anything big that deserved that. And the it, only thing I that did... One, she has that one sit down with the... Um, with the with the son. Right? Uh, I don't want to give away the scene no, that I'm I talking know. about. Okay. Oh, well, yes. Well, she, actually, too. she has two scenes. But they can't really use that one. Well, they have... Oh, man, they have two scenes. Actually, and she has two pretty... Pretty powerful scene. And I'm going to tell you that the only... Shoot, Boyle, she was pretty good. She was good. I'm just... I don't think that I, this, in comparison, deserved a nom. She was really good. Give me J-Lo over her in supporting right. actress. I'll give you that. From Hustlers. I'll give you that. Because that was... J-Lo was amazing. Because J-Lo I think... had the best entrance of any character in a movie yeah. this year. I think that... I'm not going to disagree there. I, I think that when... Like her scene for this, you know, we always talk about the cut scene. Is uh, <laughs> her cut scene for this is totally gonna be? I'm just gonna chew my grapes, and then she's gonna drink the wine. Like that's yeah. totally gonna applause, be. And the applause, yeah, this slide applause, and she nods. You know, it is funny that this is our first episode after the Oscar nominations came out, so now we can have the I benefit know. of going like, ooh, where does this fit here? And like, okay, maybe this should have been awarded for nominated for this, but maybe not this, or so and so should have been in this place. So this is interesting. I guess to continue the. Uh, yeah, you know, just I mean, uh, what what more do I have to say about this movie? Like, I really love how the colors in this movie really match the tone of the movie. And I mentioned this earlier, but the casting of this movie, I thought was just like everyone was just so well cast. I felt Sam Rockwell, fantastic. Alfie Allen was good. Uh, the kids in this movie, Roman Griffin Davis and the kid who played Yorkie, um, he was just he steals the whole movie. He's amazing. Taika Waititi as Hitler. Was funny. Oh my god! It just was so yeah. good. So good. Something just, you would never think you'd say, but <laughs> there, like there is a joke every like thirty seconds in the first like half of this movie. A lot of the dialogue back and forth is so comedic that you lose track that this is. I don't want to say that this is supposed to be a serious movie, but I feel like it is supposed to be a drama. No, I think I think this is the. But you get the comedic relief. I think this is like the Greek. Well, not. I'm not gonna go as far as saying like this is a Greek Shakespearean comedy where it's like uh, it doesn't end in sadness. Therefore, it's not a tragedy. It's a comedy. Mm -hmm. But um, you know, by, by all you know, this is a comedy. These are the kind of comedies we get now, Boyle. You know what I mean? Like we don't listen. Get, I'll we take don't, it any get, day. We don't get. 
Monty Python style. Yes, where it's just joke, verbal joke, verbal yeah. joke, verbal joke instead of just slapsticky. Which there are a few slapstick physical jokes in here, but these are the, we've talked about this before. We get comedies now that are wrapped in other genres of movies now because we don't get street comedies anymore because those don't come to theaters or we get Jexy, which I refuse to see. I know. I, I still haven't seen that either, and I don't even know where you could stream that. So, <laughs> I, so yeah, I mean, man, I don't know what else to say positive. I guess quickly we'll just go through the awards that I was nominated for. Best Picture, I agree with. Okay. I think that I am a little bummed that Taika Waititi didn't get nominated for Best Director because for him to get the the performance out of the you know kids in this movie and some certain characters I'm not going to give away – and to make it have it all make sense and to film it in a unique way that was that kept us interested that was really good the way the editing was we never felt like do you think of any point in this movie where you're like this is dragging no and that was one thing i was going to bring up as a pro is that i did think that in that sense it didn't drag it was very that is great editing great editing great it, it's like you get the point of this thing yes. moving on but it's not too fast i don't feel like i'm being pushed no I felt like this movie felt natural in its progression. Yeah, there was no point I wanted more. There was no point I wanted less. Scenes didn't feel like they were repetitive. Nope. Um, great character development. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So this, um, rightfully so, should be nominated for editing. Costume design. I, I said like 15 minutes and I was like, I love these costumes. Yeah. And look, I'm really bad at remembering what gets nominated. So I was like, I hope this got nominated. And, looked <laughs> and there it is. I mean, what do you think of the costumes, Will? Um, they were minuscule to me. Yeah. I think that, sure, they played the part, but I, I don't think it'll win. No? No. What do you think will win over it? I don't even think production design will win. I think they deserve the noms for them, but I, I don't think it'll win. We'll get to the winners when we do our pod at the end so, of the month. But last thing about the costume design, I thought, but I like, thought it was just, I thought it was well done. I'll give you that. They took what a world where we normally see as black and white in old news footage, mm -hmm. and they brought a life and color to it and a pop and... And sometimes a sizzle adult. to it and the hairstyle, like it was just. I, but I, I, and yes, okay, yes, I don't want to cut you off. Yeah. So, like, I was like, man, this is really, I was like, this is a really unique take on World War II. And this is the bad side. This is like the, um, this is the enemy side. Yeah. And like the costumes look just really nice. And it's like, we normally don't get to see what, you know, Germany was like that time of history for obvious reasons. It was a bad time. Um, and I appreciate like you were talking about even with the colors too. Like think about when, when they were just the two of them were together or, you know, him and the other character, I'm trying to be careful of to not give away too much, but you know, when he's with the mom, like the colors are lighter, but have you ever noticed when they were outside in the real world, it was this dull, dim sort of lighting um, and color esque. And I, and again, to what you're saying is I think we have a lot coming from his, from him as a director, he's so good with colors. He is so good, but it, just in general, he is yeah. good with colors. Thor yeah. Ragnarok, but like, yeah. no, I, I really think I saw a funny YouTube comment. It said, "Taika, which colors do you want to use?" Taika, yes, <laughs> <laughs> that's perfect. <laughs> but like, I think we have a lot coming from Taika over the next few years with different Marvel movies. Absolutely. But also, this was his first time. I feel like since Marvel movies to really show what he can do outside of that, that people are paying attention and yeah. he struck gold because he caught a lot of attention for what we do in the shadows, which was the mockumentary about the vampires starring Jemaine Clement from, uh, Fly the you never saw it. It's a mockumentary about 
vampires who live in a house. Oh my god, that's amazing. It's hysterical. It's so funny. And he definitely got a lot of attention for that. I don't know if he did anything before that was very popular, but I know that was the first time I was like, oh, this director is really good. Um, and uh, for instance, they have a joke where he's like, I'm about to do some dock bidding. He's a vampire. And then he goes to the computer, he's eBay. <laughs> just silly stuff like that. That's like the kind of Taika Waititi stuff. It um, is. I might have butchered that line because I haven't really seen that part of the movie. Sorry, right. we, seen, we got what you're putting down. Regardless, um, yes, production design. I don't want to, because I saw 1917, and that movie to me is that should win production design. But the Can't sets in this, the sets in this were very lovely. I thought, um, but yeah, I mean. Yes. Boyle, do you recommend this movie uh, to people? I, yeah, I would definitely recommend it. Um, and the worst part is for people to be able to see it, you're going to have to wait until February when it comes out on David Aid because um, you I can, don't know. It's playing at the Avon, like I said before, so check your... till Thursday. Well, check online and see if, you know... Yeah, if you can get to it, go if, do it. If you can see it, go see it. If I could it. suggest this to people, I would, but it's, I wish it's I funny. It's one of those things that, like, not a lot of people... Probably know of it or have heard the name and haven't thought twice and about it. At this point, it, 1917 like, is out, Little Women's out. Like, yeah. Look. But yeah, I would suggest, I haven't even seen those two, and I'd say we, go see this. We wanted to see this movie when it came out in the, its original theatrical run because we knew it was going to be something special, and yep. it was. I think this movie definitely lends itself to seeing it with a group of people, so I'm glad we saw it with you because yeah. it's so funny to look at other people's reactions. They're like, oh, my God, can you believe you just said that? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, Boyle, on, a, uh, on the Fisher scale, 1 to 10. What are, you, uh, what are you feeling for this? Well, before I give my score, the only other sh- pro shot I really didn't want to give out that you already did, too, was just the acting um, between yeah. Roman Griff- Griffith. It, well, all of them. But Roman Griffith and Archie Yates, who plays uh, Yorkie and Davis. So just just the fact that... Um, plays Yorkie? And who'd you say? Oh, Yorkie you mean- and then JoJo. Oh, Yo- um, Yorkie and JoJo, I see. Yeah, the... The one that plays Yorkie and uh, JoJo. I just thought that their dynamic was so awesome, man. It really and was. it was just like, I, I, all I could think of at first was I was like, oh, man, I got that, like, Jonah-esque feel. Like, and, like, you know, and then you were like, oh, like him and Seth Rogen. I was like, no, it's someone else. And then you were like, oh, it's Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. And I was like, exactly well, or what Or Michael Sarah and Jonah Or Michael Sarah and Jonah Hill, Hill yeah. from Superbad. You Bad. came up with the yeah. Nick Frost and Simon Oh, that's true. Pegg but thing, it was yeah. just like, I but, completely agree, like, that These speaks, two need to be in movies like in like the next like ten years. Their together. chemistry together was very very cute. Yeah, I could see in a few years where the acting they're not really good actors. I could see a world in well, Roman Griffin Davis he had the chops. He was really good acting in this movie. Like of a little boy, like just he Yorkie. But see, I think that the kid who was playing Yorkie, Arch, what did I say it was Archie. Archie. I think that he, he has the natural. He has the natural comedic. When we watch that little interview afterwards, he has that natural comedy personality. side of him. Personality. I hope so because he right plays out. a very deadpan yeah. character in this movie. So, which maybe that was the character and how it was written. But it they very well. This is very early, and it's just one movie, and they're both like toddlers basically. Yeah. But they fall in line of good comedic duos of, like you know, like we said the you know Michael Sarah and Jonah Hill. Those guys, like yeah. any kind of comedic duo throughout history, like you could see it between them. So, yeah. what do you give this out of ten, bud? Um, out of ten, I'm I'm going and I'm going a nine point five out of ten. Colonels. Yeah, yeah this uh, was a g- really yeah. good, fun, funny movie. Um, I think that this is totally an enjoyable watch the first time around. And I instantly really would love to watch it again. Like, I just think, like, I'd still laugh. I'd still appreciate it. The story is still there. 
I even want more Sam Rockwell. Like, I just like, I, you know, it, it hit everything that it needed to. It had the shock factor, you know, almost towards the end that still like hit at your strings and you're just like, oh, but it still picked itself back up. And I still felt that it actually ended up giving us a, still a good happy ending that I think everyone was still looking for. So. Yeah. definitely not a spoiler to say happy ending it's a, it's a yeah. nice ending it but man oh man this movie hits a some, nice ending this movie hits some there's some tense parts it hits you in the gut a few times yeah it's funny it's got you know uh, a backdrop that we're all familiar with but a new twist on it um great characters great costume great sets this is a great movie mm-hmm. would you give it a nine out of ten okay it, it just great movie yeah and um, yeah, just I don't really have any much to say bad about this movie, man. It, I love this movie. This is yeah. a great movie. I'm very happy to have watched it. Yeah, perfect. Like you know, like I can't, perfect little theater movie. <laughs> yeah, it is you know what a I mean, like for movie. what we did, like yeah. yeah, just the night itself. It was it was nice. It is. Treat yourself to this movie treat, for sure. Treat yourself. Let's go to the uh, the audience. Um, Yes, you over there. Yes, you have uh, thoughts about Jojo Rabbit? What are your, what are your thoughts, Miss? Uh, tell me where you're from and uh, what's your name? I'm from Cranston, Rhode Island. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay, so... Um, what's it like? I really enjoyed it. Um, it was cute. It was funny. It was just like everything. All emotions wrapped into one. What was your favorite part? Um, My favorite part was any part with... Uh, Yorkie with Yorkie, like come on, that kid was great. Yeah. Julia was like a kid, like asking for an encore, like encore, encore, and then the kid would come on and she was like, "Yeah." It's hard to even like, say if there's like a favorite part. I mean, there was definitely some times where I was like, "Yeah, I'm getting a little sleepy," but it, it was good. It was great. Um, so I actually was giving it a nine out of ten too. All right, that was literally my thoughts throughout the entire. Room. I'm like, this is like a nine out of. 10. See, that's how I am when I watch movies yeah. now. Is it's like there is a point halfway through the movie click and i'm like that's my number and then it's usually how the rest of the movie pans out that i'm like it either gains another or loses another it's just i was laughing when you guys were just talking because i was thinking about how you guys were saying your scores and i was like this really is like a nine out of ten and i'm thinking back to how when i rated annabelle or something annabelle was annabelle comes home yeah i gave that like a nine out of ten i'm like that was a horrible movie we told you you'd regret yes. this. Oh I remember. I distinctly remember looking at her giving it and not saying anything. You're I was like, like, "Give her time." Oh uh, yeah, exactly. I remember. Like, and I tell I'm like, I remember my third movie. Yeah, that's I'm exactly. Like, I'm like, shame on me. We were all. You were like, you were like, good action, good horror. I mean, I was scared. Nine out of ten, easy. And I will this say that this movie. maybe this deserved eleven, eleven nominations. 11 nominations, 11 nominations, but I don't think uh, Joker did. So I'm gonna end there. Uh, quickly, final question. This movie's nominated for Best Picture. Where does this rank in your Best Picture race of all the movies you've seen? You've seen all but one now. So which ones are in there? (laughs) Let's get this list quick. I want to. All right, and because Michaela will be asking you the same exact question. All right, so the movie's nominated for Best Motion Picture of the Year: Ford v Ferrari, The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, Little Women, Marriage Story, 1917, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Parasite. See, that's hard for me because I'm like, I'm going to have to go with 1917, right? well, at least for what I think. I'm not saying that's my favorite, but I think that's what, what you think. But I have to see Little Woman. That's the only one I have. And I have to finish Irishman. But 
I think 1917. Like, you can't really beat that. I literally have three. You've taken that much of a break on Irishman that you haven't finished that yet? Yeah, it's been pretty bad. Oh, I just, see, I feel like that's tough for you now. I'm it down is. to watch it again, honestly. But yeah, I felt the same thing. Yeah, I want to watch it again. Here, well, Julia, I have like, and Michaela, maybe you'll have something different to think about this. But for me, when I see the best picture race, I have a what was my favorite, what I think was the best, what I think should win, and like so what, what I, I think, think will win. It's yeah. like it's like it's like the, the way to approach it is like completely different. Like for me, like my favorite to watch. If I think should win and could possibly win would be. Would, would be 1917 like because we all know that the ending of Marriage Story for me, I was kind of just like, what? I was so mad. You're like, they didn't get hit by the car in the street. <laughs> what the heck? It stunk. But all right. So I'm going to end there. All right. Let's, thank you, Julia Kokoza. Let's pass it over to Michaela. Michaela, what were your thoughts about Jojo Rabbit? Um, I don't know. I don't, I really don't have anything extra to add. You guys hit a lot of the great points. I really enjoyed this movie. I was cracking up the whole time, different parts and you just like chuckling to yourself, looking at people around the room, like laughing because you know it's like such a funny joke and just one of those really feel good movies. It's such a different type of comedy. So I really liked it. You, know, you need to see a movie like this every now and then. Yeah. You're like, oh, this is fun. Like, I didn't have to think too hard. Like, right. do you remember last year we were sitting in this room watching Beautiful Boy and we're like, this is a tough movie to watch? Yes. Yeah. And this is like light and fluffy. It's just, right. it's like, it was like eating like, uh, I don't know, like cotton candy, basically. It's like, yes. this is easy. <laughs> Yeah, tasty. Great. You know what though? It was like eating cotton candy if cotton candy was good for you. Yep. It's food for the soul. For the soul. So it is good for you. This it was is good, good for, for my soul. Michaela, where does this rank uh, among the best picture movies you've seen? In terms of your um, enjoyment. I really oh, yeah. enjoyed this. It was just a really different type of movie. It was one of those like it was almost as if not as good as Green Book, but if you could turn Green Book into a comedy. I don't know how to explain that. That's a great way of putting it. Right. Like it was such I know a exactly good movie. What you mean. The film was great. The acting was great. Like the character I don't it was it was a great movie. And like you said, I feel like what Nick was saying with the simplistic of the yes. storyline and it was just very like comedic relief throughout. It was just an enjoyable watch. To me those yeah. enjoyable watch movies are just like the ah, just so soothing, so mm -hmm. good. Yes. Nothing too overwhelming. The action's not in your face. You're not in this like overwhelmed state, uncut, uncut gems. Like you're stressed the whole time. Oh my God. It's a Don't different type of beautiful. It's a different yes. type of beautiful. We'll take, take, totally. it, take it back. Take that back. No, we'll come back to it. Okay, fine. So I can't, I can't really place <laughs> it because I still have to see a few of them. I know that I'm gonna love 1917. I know I am. I doubt so, me too. That will probably be right at the top of my list. So it's um, tough for us to say, I feel like. I feel yeah, like you we almost can't because we, we have to wait. watch that this weekend and Parasite but this weekend. But I am going to give so. Jojo Rabbit um, a I'm 9 out of 10 kernels. There we go. Really like Nine's I did all the highest. Home. We're the lowest scores because boy, I did 9.5. Yeah, 9.5. But if I had to then like pick, you know, when you round up or down on IMDb or anything or on um, Letterboxd, like I'd go down to the 9 because I still think it's just that solid 9. You know, it's really tough to get that full 10 out of yeah. 10. Remember back in the day, though, like, all right, in retrospect for Jules, when I first started, dude, I was giving tens left and right, and yeah. then you were like, stop it. I was like, slow your roll, bro. Because I'm, like, literally sitting here, and I don't know if you guys all saw me just start laughing, you're probably like, what the heck is she laughing at? And I was literally thinking, I'm like, oh. that's why I kept looking at you guys, I'm like, yeah, when you guys were like, nine out of ten, I was like, nodding my head, yes, because then, then I started laughing, I was like, why the, I, I'm like, it. and I just literally you're thought of, I literally thought of Annabelle, and I'm like, 
Um, it was con- not comparing it to that, but I was comparing my score to a movie like that, and I was like, all right. Well, if you want to get what Jules you call a noob, if you want to get Jules movie ratings, you follow her on Letterboxd. She's Jules Coco on Letterboxd. She's <laughs> giving out. Julia's giving out six five out of tens. Shall we? Sure. Oh. Let's just say I've also given up on giving long descriptions. I give five a sarcastic description. She's given six movies five out of ten. There's probably a lot more I watch. Five out of five, or you meant five? Oh, sorry, five out of five. Okay. My bad, my bad. Uh, <laughs> shall we see? Yes. She gave the movie seven a five out of five, which we liked. That which was a Brad Pitt. Well, What's in the box? Oh yeah, that, that was movie, so good. That movie was so good. Forrest Gump. I I rated Forrest Gump. No, you actually just. Put I did a, not it. rate Forrest Gump. Okay. Um, uh, Hocus Pocus. You gave five out of five. I'll fist bump you on that. World's not happy about that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Well, I was mad about that. Um, you gave The Nightmare Before Christmas a five out of I five. I that one. That was a great movie. You gave... Um, <laughs> oh, Kill Bill Volume 2 you gave five out of five. Yeah. Where is it? I'm trying to find it. When we saw Annabelle. It's because Kill Bill 2 gave me that clear picture of the movie that I need. Yes, you're like, you're like I, got my clo- I got my closure. I got my closure. You gave Home Alone, the original, a 5 out of 5. Yeah. Maleficent, you gave a 4 out of 5. It's like, you gave Elf a 5 out of 5. All nice. right, okay. Maleficent, you can't compare. Because <laughs> it's a Disney princess technically movie, in a sense. You never, uh, you don't have Annabelle in your uh, rated movies. You got to do that. You got to fix that. So, there's a sick child in the room. Um, oh, oh, he's sick. He's fine. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that, Bodie. He's well, fine. He's you know, too speaking fast. of things that make me sick, I saw a movie. Wait, hold on. Before you get into 1917. The movie. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Boyle's like, hey, you're kidding, right? Don't. I saw a 1917. I'll give my full thoughts when Boyle sees it, but uh. There's, I was. We can talk about one other movie, but before let's we, just say me, Dave Allen, and Kyle Bridger were in agreement about 1917. Yeah, it seemed you guys across the board. I did read your tweets. Yes. So. Yes. Well, we're all we're all on the same page. Which you one. know what? Hundred percent what I predicted going into that movie. Mm-hmm. I did not expect anything else. I had a feeling it was just all visuals, and that was that. You, so. Yeah. All right. I'm not gonna say anything. Like I think I'm gonna enjoy it for the time being, and then afterwards wipe my hands clean. Um, and by wipe your hands clean, it was from all the jumbo popcorn I had seeing that movie. So I, this Julia is and I got a refill on a jumbo popcorn from Showcase. That's Sundays. crazy, Julia. We housed it, and you also opened up a bag of Sour Patch watermelons. Yum. And at the end of the movie, opened up a bunch of crunch. After a week of eating healthy, after a week of eating strictly healthy, we needed that. I was like, I just need junk. I need sugar. Oh, my stomach was like, I'm gonna dude, tell you, what dude, are you that doing was like, right now? I love all of what you said. It was but it was good. I was going to say that um, this is the first year that Michaela is going to officially start doing a letterbox. Wow. So, so starting with Uncut Gems will be the first, um, the first feature film that she records. We haven't done it yet, but we said we were going to do it together. So every time I do it, she does it. Because what I noticed about Letterbox is like, even when we do the podcast, I don't write my Letterbox until a day or two after. 
I really let it like seep in, yeah, and then I, I give my review, and I I enjoy doing it that way because I'll usually do it when I'm at like lunch or something when I have like five minutes while I'm eating to yeah. like get my thoughts out. Thoughts out, yeah. And when I no do one it, can bother you at that point either. Exactly. When I'm writing my letterbox, don't I feel you dare. stressed on my way home. Don't even get from me the started. movies or something, or even when I get home, like I like to sleep on it right. before I really write what my review. Baby, is. baby, let me sleep on so, it. So we did both see uncut gems. Oh, you've seen it now at this point. We finally have seen it. So, what'd you think? So, I mean, again... Did we talk about it, but not on air? Uh, we talked about it not on air, yes. Wait, we talked about it on last episode. We did? Yeah, we did. Mm. Yeah, we spent the entire beginning of the episode talking on Cut Gems on episode 108. Fact check. I did. You did? We I, did? Yeah, I listened to it. Okay. Because you were going off about how great Adam Stone was, and I was like, yeah, I love Sorry. Well, <laughs> wow, it's on your brain that much, though. It is. Yeah. Uh, probably the nom stuff, too. Is, isn't it but. amazing, like, days later, Uncut Gems? Like, now I've seen it twice. Like, my brain just keeps thinking about, like, all the scenes in that movie and, like, all the memes that we've seen of Adam Sandler and all the gifts and just the faces and the colors. Yeah, he... uh yeah, it was so well done. It's it's too bad it got no love from Oscar, the Academy this year. But um, we can move into though. I did see the Lighthouse, and the only thing I want to touch upon the Lighthouse is it is twisted, it is wild, it is a ride. If you are not a movie lover, um, I don't know if you'd appreciate it as much. But I think that you could get an appreciation for this, and. Uh, Pause for a picture. Um, I really, I really did enjoy it. I watched it dark in my my living room. Um, at As like it should be seen, dude. I watched it at like ten o'clock at night. Oh, so you did? I stayed up till midnight oh. watching it too. Did you have a drink? Uh, no. Stone cold sober. I wanted to have a drink during it. Just had my water next to me and kind of kept watching it. And I was just like, have a drink with it. You could make a full drinking game out of that movie. Like, oh my gosh. Honestly, upon second viewing, I want to have a drink while watching um, The Lighthouse to kind of feel what they're going through a little bit and just... I don't know if you could. It, <laughs> you want to talk about a movie of things you've never seen before, Boyle? That movie, I've never seen anything like But that. well done. Like, well done to the point that as a viewer, you could almost feel like you were in their state of drinking and mental sanity from not being able to eat and only relying on booze because there's no water to even drink. Like, like physically you were in such, you just went through the roller coaster with them. You didn't feel like you were watching it with them. You felt like you were literally in the room sitting there and you just weren't able to dance and be with them sort of a thing. Like, you know what I mean? And you just watched the demise of this with like some old English into it. And it's like, and so that sometimes can get too much. And that's the, only little quirk I had is like sometimes I felt like it was more prominent in others. But man, Defoe's William Defoe's performance was phenomenal and spectacular. Monologue punch after monologue punch. You said your letterbox was like the perfect way you could have done it. Um, could have said it. And I, I agree with Pattinson, like just sitting there, just absolutely following up with uh, a stellar performance of a man who is completely sane, serious, hardworking man to just somebody who lost all of his wits. And there is no happy ending for no one in this movie. And I love it. How about I Will love it. How about Willem Dafoe just literally eating dirt while saying that monologue there? It, beautiful. No cut. No cut. No cut. And, and the best part was is I, I thought like this must have just been shot 
and he was like, whatever you do, don't stop. Yeah. Go. And then he just did it, you know, and you could just see it. And, and now I understand when Robert Pattinson explains, like he never, like when he does his acting, he said in an interview, like he'll like slap himself or punch himself in the face. Like he, like he will not go in normal to a scene because acting is something he said, like he, he, he needs to be someone else. He's not. So he puts himself in a place where he's not himself. Mm. So I was like, well, that explains why this interview got brought up after the lighthouse, because he definitely had to do some stuff to himself to get into a role for this. And I'm going to tell you something. You tell me someone else who could have done those two roles, because truthfully, I, I was so baffled by how good of a performance it was by both of them. And I was like, I, I couldn't see someone else do these roles. I couldn't. No. I could never put myself in that action. You, I can't imagine two other pe- actors right now who would have done that. The no. only other person who I may have seen in this movie is, oh, yeah. um, no, man, I'm blanking on his name. He was Joaquin uh, Phoenix <laughs> and Commissioner Gordon. Uh, oh, okay. What's his um, name? Oh, oh man, he's a famous actor. I he won, know he won Best Actor for playing yes, Winston Churchill for a few Winston years ago. Churchill. He was our favorite. It's gonna you're gonna say it, and I'm gonna cry. Uh you know, well if you're a fan of home, shout it out loud. Well, um, Michaela, take this in the spirit in which it's intended. But this movie, I'm glad you decided to uh, go to sleep instead of stay up and watch this movie. This is Lighthouse? Yeah, Lighthouse. Julia has some thoughts about but it. But you know what's funny is I explained it to Michaela the next morning and she was like, Oh, that actually sounds kinda interesting. And I'm like, it's Gary is. Oldman. Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman. Like it's it, it is interesting because if you know that going in, if I you know think, going in, it is a dude movie. Like, it, this is a lot of dude in it. Yeah, and it's just <laughs> a lot. Dude. It's just a lot of. Wow. Now okay. you believe me when I say Robert Pattinson was a great choice for the Batman. Oh yeah. Remember how upset everybody I was. I know. People. I told you I took it back. I'll take it back again right here and right now. I actually think he's gonna rock it. I think it's. I think that movie's gonna be insane. That movie is gonna be insane. That's a great. I'm cast. very excited. It, Me kept, too. it keeps getting bigger and bigger, and and now seeing him in that sort of a role, and I'm like, poor guy. I I, I think Twilight killed him at that moment, and he's, he doesn't deserve that because he is me, that yeah. other movie's now a good. This is on Amazon. I got a good not, time. A good time, and I'm dying to now watch that. Like oh, it's I made know by the guys who his made potential. I know uncut gems. I know, and um. I know what his potential is, and I'm not saying that it hasn't been there before, but it's just like it's something that hasn't been before. before. <laughs> but it was just uh I do, yes. After seeing that movie, I was like, Oh yeah, okay. Yeah. Yep. Now I see what's gonna happen. You know what I mean? Like I totally agree. We have to see that. the movie High Life. It's on Canopy. Um, it's a space movie that he was in earlier this year. Robert Pattinson, he's a very interesting actor, and I want to see more of what he can do, honestly, because you're right. Like, I think we will. Uh, it, you look at the public backlash he got when he was announced the Batman, yep. and I was there standing on the wall defending that it was a good choice because I had seen Good Time at that point, and I felt like basically no one else on Twitter that day had ever seen him in anything but Twilight trailers, yeah. basically. Yeah. It was like, this is the worst decision ever. I was like, stop, no. He is really good at falling into characters and becoming the character. Yeah. So I'm glad you like Lighthouse, bud. Julia, do you have any thoughts, more thoughts on Lighthouse that you know? No. I was just I was just asking Michaela if she saw it because I, I just remember sitting in the theater and I was like, what am I watching? I, I, I didn't even care if I was asleep the entire movie. I was like, I am not missing out. Like, this is, I don't care who disagrees with me or who does, but, like, it's meant for dudes. Like, there was just too much... 
guy action in it in certain ways where I was just like, this is like a this is like a bro movie. Like you go see it with the guys. Yeah, but I'm gonna tell you something. I don't want to see that with my friends. <laughs> I was actually glad that I was sitting so you alone. Watched it alone. Yeah, because I that like those scenes that you're specifically talking about. I think even make other guys feel uncomfortable yeah, around like, each other. When too. I tell you when I when Nick and I walked into the theater and a few other people we were with, I just remember sitting down. And I was like, this doesn't seem too bad. There was maybe one other girl there. The lights go on. It was all guys. I, I Maybe you. one other girl. And I was like, Nick. I was like, what is... I didn't even know what I was getting myself into. I thought it was like some haunted, scary movie. It was creepy. See, weird. I didn't really I get thought. what was going on. It's like a lot of imagination, I feel like. Mm, you just have to realize that these men are losing their minds. Yeah. And it, and it's not their fault. No. They were stranded. It was um, I, I, yeah, this movie was, it did a beautiful job at really capturing, I thought, I thought really capturing like just how insane somebody can go and how quickly it can happen and, and, and something that it wasn't even their faults. They, they, they just couldn't help it, but, um, it was wild and I am surprised that there were no noms, but again, I'm not because no, there I, is a nom for it. It was nominated for Best Cinematography. Yes. Oh, okay. It did I was get like, did one. I read the wrong list or okay. something? <laughs> um, that makes me happy then. I, I will say that, Nick, I actually don't know off the top of my hand what he gave it for a score. Did it hit him? I think he look. gave it a 9 out of 10, if I remember. I was, um, I'm right around there. I think I gave it an 8 out of 10 on Letterboxd. Um, four out of five or whatever uh because again i i thought it was powerful and crazy but it just was not um let me see oh see i didn't even put it yeah i, I mean i definitely would give this an eight out of ten it was solid it was wild is that what you gave it an eight out of ten? and it's just yeah it's not a i don't think it's a bad movie i think you have to understand what movie you're going no, exactly into. it's not bad at all it's just I guess I, I didn't understand crazy. what I was getting into. I literally thought it was like a haunted movie like Annabelle. Yes. And like thinking like it's going to be this old creepy well, even, lighthouse. And just the way of how trippy some of the stuff was too. Like think about yeah. the part at the end it with the light whole, when he was looking. It was a lot taken. Yeah. I was like. But even at the end when he's looking at the light and he's like. Oh, and the sound was going crazy and stuff. And you're just realizing it's not supernatural stuff. They're just losing their minds. They're hallucinating. They're seeing stuff because they're just losing it. And I just, I was absolutely dumbfounded. It was awesome. It was great. So, was. um, did you look up Nick's score? I'm trying to No, find I it. didn't. I, I really think he gave it like four and a half out of five stars. Um, so I saw that. And then we also saw Good Boys. And I thought Good Boys was just your average fun laugh. Yeah, because comedy. they gave that. Was it after? Was Nothing, it before Good Boys? Um, What'd you give Lighthouse? Me? Nine out of ten. It was a nine out of ten. I thought so. I gave uh, Good Boys a six out of ten. I thought it was just had its funny moments, but it wasn't anything overly fantastic. So Good Boys? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it's just like, all right, we're there. And there was an alternate ending, which you didn't know because you saw it in the theaters. I saw it on DVD. There was an alternate ending. And let me tell you, alternate ending wasn't good. So oh, good no. thing that they stuck the way they did. Or I'm wondering if the one that they went with was the alternate and then the original wasn't good. So they called it the alternate ending. But you got to admit, Nick, right? Like the other ending was bad. It was yeah. not good. It would I would have been mad if that's how they ended the movie. So really? um, I think I gave yeah. Lighthouse a six. I think maybe a six, right? Was it pretty? It was a little bit lower. That sounds about right. 
Yeah, you just have to appreciate. Like, I don't know how to explain like to appreciate, but not appreciate it. I don't know. Right. So, so. um, yeah, good boys. I'm glad you talked about that because uh, that wasn't exactly a movie I was uh, chomping at the bit to talk about yeah. on the podcast. So that's all I got. We got some things coming up. We got the New Year podcast coming up on the 28th that we are doing live with Dual Redundancy. We're talking about the nominations that we did lose to them. So good job, guys. Lighthouse Seven and Lighthouse Seven. Oh, nice. And we um, and that's going to be a big episode for us. Always is. And we're also the same night going to be recording our own top of 2019, top of the decade. And probably talk and maybe, about the worst as well probably, because yeah, we worst. we always talk about those and we got some. I, I don't know if I can. do I the think worst. there's gonna be one that's gonna stand out the most. I can't do the worst of the decade. That's just that'd be too much. No, work. not the decade, yeah. but the worst. Yeah, of the we'll year. do best of the decade. Man, oh sorry, sorry. <laughs> oh, there we go. Uh, <laughs> that was us getting under one blanket. Yeah. <laughs> snuggles, snuggles. Um, I gotta go. Home well, with my yeah, well, we can't stress it enough. We love doing the dual redundancy prediction one. Oh, we are just so excited. Terrible at it. We're not good. Maybe we, this is our year. But the best thing about it is we think we're good every year. Like, this is the year. We got yep, this. Yep. We definitely got this. Man, I don't know what ma- magic Dave Allen, Kyle Bridger, Conjure, but they just put a spell over the Oscars and they just nail it all the time. I'm like, these guys are tapped into what? Honestly, the and the yeah, they really are. They they get it and they just put us to shame. They really do. They really do. Um, I mean, and look, this is the podcast that famously said that their third most anticipated movie of the summer was uh, The Happy Time Murders. So literally everything we say you shouldn't believe or trust. So with that being said, go see Jojo Rabbit. It was amazing. Nine out of ten. Uh, Boyle, do you have uh, anything else? Yeah, I mean, we're just looking forward to all that stuff. It, tweet at us whatever your suggestion is for um, you know, your favorite movie of the year, favorite movie of the decade. We'll see what and follow most us on anticipated. Yeah, most anticipated for this upcoming year too. Follow us on Instagram at the BNR Podcast. We posted a picture of us for the Star Wars with the IMAX thing. Uh we'll try to take another picture soon, maybe with Bodhi, who knows? Um That's it. There we go. That's all. Bye bye. This is Cookie and Kristen. And we just saw the Lighthouse. Okay, so this movie was nominated for an Oscar. I know it's already been reviewed on this show. Uh, the Oscar it's nominated for is Best Cinematography, and I will say this. I agree. Good nomination. This movie was visually stunning, to say the least. Um, I will say the story is a little crazy. Not as bad as Midsommar, but uh, still a little kooky and crazy, but Easily followed two, you know, lighthouse watchmen or fall into uh, basically the, uh, the world of illusion and, and, and just craziness and despair. Um, and I think the cinematography helps the story move along. Yeah, the, the scene, the, the scenery, the terrain are, I would say, another character in this movie. Absolutely. They, it adds to the uh, overall atmosphere, feeling that you get from this movie. So I think the one thing I could take away from this movie is you definitely don't want to drink turpentine. Yeah. And I'm so glad I don't live in that era. Didn't mm. live in that era. Give me my bottled water. Yes, absolutely. The cistern was not working for you. No. Okay, so I will say that this movie, I was, I actually think Robert Pattinson should have been nominated for something. 
I thought he did a great job in this movie. The yeah. accent and and uh, just being able to, um, you know, just act crazy. I mean, Willem yeah. Dafoe, I'm used to acting crazy. Right. You know, he did that movie last year where he was Van Gogh and he was nominated for that. Yeah. Also, Florida Project. I'm starting to you know? think that Willem Dafoe likes being naked. That is true. That is true. But who doesn't as they get older, right? Yeah. Everything sags. It looks even better. So nice. I'm going to give this movie... Uh, I'm going to give this movie a seven. You can be brutally honest because I know you didn't um, really like this. I'm going to give it a 6.5. 6.5. Okay. You know, it's it, uh, it was different. I'll give it that. Yeah. But it was just... Um, Yeah, I give it a seven. All right. All right. Well, I'm uh, I'm Cookie, and you're Kristen. And we're saying we did, but we're saying goodbye. Bye. Bye.